Now give me the downbeat, maestro. Welcome to Rick's Rock Shop, your blast off to the weekend. For the next two hours, we're going to play a wide variety of no-frills rock and roll. We'll hear some unexpected blasts from the past, some hidden gems from bands you've never heard of, b-sides, deep cuts, and songs that'll soon become your new favorites. It's Friday, it's quitting time, loosen your tie, ditch the tool belt, turn off the work text, and turn up the volume. in the 
Hello, and welcome to Rick's Rock Shop, your launch pad for the weekend, mission control for rock and roll. I'm so glad you're here with me. We have something different today. We have a theme show. People love the theme shows, so I'm happy to bring it to you. Today's theme is prog rock, otherwise known as progressive rock. That's why we started off with, yes, one of the penultimate prog rock bands. But let's go through the holidays of the day first, and then we'll get to the theme of the show. We just had Valentine's Day. That was a few days ago. It's not today, but uh, I hope it went well for you. I hope you had a nice Valentine's Day. If you have a significant other, if you're not in between them <laughs> or just taking a break from having significant others, then I hope the two of you had a very special day. I know, I know in this time and age, we're supposed to be inclusive of everyone. So maybe I should say, I hope the three of you had a very great day, the four of you, the five of you, however many, as, as long as you're not marrying them and then that's a polygamy thing, but whatever. I just hope you had a nice Valentine's Day and try to remember to show your significant other, your loved one, love throughout the year. Don't just wait for one day to do it. Spread it out throughout the year. Today is do a grouch a favor day. So if you see me, do me a favor. I'd appreciate it. Today is innovation day. Um, that's an interesting one. It's very vague. Innovation. Innovation at work, innovation at home, innovation on a grand scale, a minor scale, with others, by yourself, uh, innovation in any facet of your life. I just think it's I just think it's inspiring just to even think about innovation. What in your life can you alter to make better? Can you change? Can you improve? There's probably a million things. I'm one of these people that does things the same way over and over again. I get kind of in a rut. And um, every once in a while, I need to step back and say, am I doing this in a really ineffective, inefficient way? And I've come up with some pretty good workarounds because of that. So it's good to revisit things from time to time. Think about innovation. Today is National Tartar Sauce Day. I do not like tartar sauce. I do not like it. Whenever I order fish or fish sandwich. Wow, that came in. That was right over our heads. Okay. Um, whenever I do that, I say, you know, hold the tartar sauce. Please keep it. Please don't put it on the sandwich, so I have to scrape it off with a knife. I do like the cocktail sauce, though, but National Tartar Sauce today, day today, I will not be celebrating that. So what is prog rock? Prog rock is uh, short for progressive rock. Pro progressive rock is actually a pretty broad genre. It's, uh, it's a genre that pretty much primarily developed in, in England and the UK in the early 70s. Its roots are obviously before that, but that would be a good place to um, nail it down if you needed to. It's a style that began with uh, the psychedelic bands of the late 60s who abandoned standard prop, prop, sorry, pop traditions, pop traditions and song structures. So yeah, when you think about the pop songs of the, of the 60s, they have a very standard structure. You know, you have something like verse verse chorus verse bridge chorus you know outro and um that's still the formula for a lot of pop songs for a lot of music in general and you know the psychedelic bands said we're we're doing away with that we're going to go wherever the song takes us and maybe it doesn't even have a chorus maybe it's just completely unstructured well prog took that and and they expanded on that 
the compositional approaches for prog rock or more often associated with freeform jazz, for example, and, and some folk music. It's a fusion of styles. It approaches um, different genres from different directions and brings them in and incorporates them. It's stereotyped as long songs. You'll hear a lot of people joke about prog rock, about how long the songs are. And actually, Roundabout that we started off with there from Yes, which comes from their 1971 album. What's the name of the album? Uh, Fragile. I knew that. Um, that song was eight and a half minutes long. So it plays right into the stereotype. Long solos. You know, you get a drum solo, you get a bass solo, you get a guitar solo. It could go on for minutes. Oftentimes the lyrics are about fantasy things, you know, dragons and knights and shining armor and castles and all that kind of stuff. When they played live, it was a big experience. They had big stage sets. They wore outfits and costumes. Sometimes they wore masks. Like Peter Gabriel would change masks for different songs uh, when he was still the singer for Genesis before Phil Collins moved up from the drum set and took over. Uh, after Peter Gabriel left the band. But anyways, when Peter Gabriel was in there, he would he would actually change costumes between songs. And according to a website I read, it said an obsessive dedication to technical skill. And I think you see that. I mean, if you think about the classic prog rock bands, you have some unbelievably accomplished musicians in them. Uh, just two that pop into mind is Neil Peart from Rush, who's the drummer, probably one of the greatest drummers who ever lived. And we just played, yes, Chris Squire is known among bass players, bass aficionados, rock fans in general, as having been one of the greatest rock bass players in all time. So this genre was most popular in the 1970s. There is a resurgence going on, resurgence going on right now. And there are um, new bands all over the place. You're gonna hear them. I have them weighted towards the end of the show. And they are generally called new prog, although I just call them prog. I don't, I don't differentiate between new prog and old prog. And um, I think that's enough of the history lesson. Does that give you an idea of what we're talking about today? If you have any questions, you're free to text me. My text line is 617-764-9283, sorry. And the listener line is 617-829-9283. 9283 spells wave. Text me with your questions, uh, text me with your requests, text me with anything you like, or, or give me a call. I'm doing this at a very high level. I can't, I don't have the time to dig really down deep into Prague and, and do like a high school book report on it, but I wanted to kind of flesh it out to some extent, draw an outline of it. All right. So let's get going. Here is a prog rock classic. This is one of my favorite prog rock songs of all time. I love, love, love this song. This is Genesis and the Lamb Lies Down on Broadway.
worse in its face Somehow it's lying there Brings a stillness to the air Though man-made light At night is very bright There's no whitewashed victim As the neons dim To the coat of white He's gone, he's forgotten what he did And the land lies down
Hey, it's the 420 Song of the Day brought to you by 420 Brands, available at Collective Premium Cannabis, located in Littleton and Billerica. Collective. Calm, cool, collective. Just like 
You're listening to Rick's Rock Shop on Wave Radio Boston. All right, we are four songs in right now to our Prague-themed show. Is your mind in a different place? Is it in a different place than it usually is during Rick's Rock Shop? Are you seeing things? Are you experiencing things beyond the realm of what is obvious and right in front of us? Have you been transported to a different place? That's what I want to know. Let me give the numbers out again. You can call me, 617-829-9283, or you can text me, 617-764-9283. The last song that you heard was obviously Pink Floyd and Comfortably Numb. That was our 420 song of the week. Got a couple email, a couple texts saying that that was an inspired choice for the 420 song of the week. I hope our sponsor thinks so, too. (laughs) I did that on my own. I did not run that by them. Uh, Collective Premium Cannabis. Hope you enjoyed Comfortably Numb. It's from The Wall. A double album concept concept record, record, considered to be one of the most successful concept albums of all time. I have to agree with that. It's what the critics say. Sometimes I don't agree with the critics, but... This is kind of a no-brainer. It's You know, you, you say to somebody, concept album, this is one of the first things they come up with, this is the wall. It's really cool. So my daughter, Emma, is 20, and she was home for a couple days, and we like to watch movies together, and I recommended the wall. She had never seen the wall before, and for me, it was probably somewhere around a half a dozen for me. I really enjoyed it. I hadn't seen it for a while, and she seemed to enjoy it, too. She, she said she liked it. It, it uh, definitely triggered some discussion. Gave her some trivia, like Pink is played by uh, Bob Geldof, who is the lead singer of the Boomtown Rats. We actually listened to I Hate Mondays. Is that the right title? I don't like Mondays. I'm going to shoot the whole day through. Um, Bruce will let me know. Uh, we listened to that song to kind of show what he does for his day job. It was, um, it felt a little more dated than I remembered it. Uh, I think, I think one of the problems with the way we watched it was that we watched it on a television in the house and it's, you know, TVs are bigger now than they were when I was younger, but they're still TVs. And the first time I saw the wall was at a movie theater on a giant screen with the crazy super loud sound coming through the speakers and it's just so much more of an experience it, it it's it's not the same watching it on your tv i wish i could have shown it to her for the first time in a theater but again i think we all got a kick out of it we all enjoyed it and she's a pink floyd fan a lot of her a lot of the the kids from her generation have gotten into pink floyd so there you go a lot of them like the dark side of the moon before that we had king crimson 21st century schizoid man that is a fantastic song. I love that song. It's from In the Court of the Crimson King. It is the opening track. That album was released in 1969. One of the things that uh, really got me listening to that, I mean, every time you listen to that song, you can listen for something different. There are so many things going on, and there are so many different aspects to that song. But if you listen to the drumming, the drumming is absolutely incredible. It's got a jazz influence, but it's it's very creative. Um, a lot of amazing fills, uh, a lot of clear dexterity going on there by the drummer. And the drummer is, is Michael Giles, and, or maybe it's Michael Giles, G-I-L-E-S. 
I'm going to pronounce it as Giles. And uh, just an incredible drummer percussionist. Uh, he did some vocals as well. And he's often cited by Neil Peart as one of his major influences. So there you go. We started with Genesis and the Lamb Lies Down on Broadway. Oh, I got a couple texts. Uh, Mike was very nice. He texted in saying, the show so far is a massive 10. And then he put probably 10 exclamation points, which I really appreciated. And Bruce texted in that um, when I said yes was the penultimate prog, prog rock band that I probably meant quintessential. And Bruce is absolutely right. I did mean quintessential. I am not good with words with more than two syllables. More than three, forget it. But more than two is tricky, and three is just right out the window. So, again, um, now it's time to dim the lights, light some candles, maybe light something up you might have around. I don't know. I'm not going to judge. And uh, just relax. Nights in white satin Never reaching the end Letters I've written Never meaning to send Beauty I'd always missed With these eyes before Just what the I can't say anymore Cause I love you Try to tell me Thoughts they cannot defend Just what you want to be You'll be in the end And I'll love you
never reaching the end Letters I've King mm-hmm. 
of his honor and his glory. The people would sing. I'm losing on the roundabout 
Did that sound familiar at all? You've probably never heard that song, but it probably also sounded very familiar at the same time. That's a band called Marillion. And as Bruce pointed out in a text, Genesis sounds a lot like Marillion. That's a joke. <coughs> should be the other way around. Marillion sound a lot like Genesis. Yes, they do. That lead vocalist is a guy named Fish. And uh, he left the band ages ago. But if you ever hear a Marillion song, it's got Fish singing it. And uh, the song that you know, uh, I was presumptuous in saying you hadn't heard that song before. I know a lot of my listeners out there are music fanatics who are not shy about deep diving into anybody's catalog. So you probably have heard that song before. But I know you heard Kaylee. That was their big hit back in 1985. Kaylee. Let me see. I just got some lyrics here. Although I can't sing. I'm embarrassed every time I even try. Kaylee, is it too late to say I'm sorry? And Kaylee, could we get together again? And then he goes on to say that, um, so sorry, I never meant to break your heart, but you broke mine. So, of course, it's her fault. Bitch. Um, <laughs> they, always, they always work it around to being the woman's fault. Oh, it's so sad. You know, it's funny. I didn't like that song. They, they way overplayed it. Uh, and it, for Marillion, it was a bit of a departure because that was much more of a pop song and they were much more of a prog rock band. I don't know what they're doing with the new singer, Steve Hogarth. And when I say new, he's been around probably, I don't know, I can't even 20 years or something like that. But um, yeah, the old stuff, it does sound a lot like Genesis and it is very prog. That was from their debut album back in 1983. The song was called Script for a Jester's Tear. They were part of the, what is known as the second wave of progressive rock, which was often labeled as Neoprog. That's a fun name, Neoprog. I sound like Mr. Rogers. That's a fun name, Neoprog. Can you say Neoprog? I thought you could. Uh, yeah, not much else to say about them. Before that, we had ELP, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, and Lucky Man from their self-titled debut back in 1970. They were a prog rock super group. Keith Emerson on keyboards was from the band Nice. Greg Lake, vocalist, bass, and guitars was from King Crimson, who we heard earlier. And Carl Palmer was from the band Atomic Rooster. He was their drummer. These guys, these guys would go on and be in a bunch of other bands too. Um, ELP lasted for a, a period of time. They were a huge, but you know, it eventually went its way too. Uh, a couple of these guys ended up in the band Asia at one point. Something I didn't know about ELP was exactly how big they were. They had nine gold albums in the U.S. and they sold over 48 million records worldwide. 48 million for a band that didn't even have a guitar player. You know, I, I said earlier, Greg Lake played some guitars uh, that must have been in the studios. Um... When they went out on tour, it was keyboards, bass, and drums. And Bruce sent me a really cool photo. Keith Emerson had this insane bank of keyboards. He had all kinds of keyboards all around him. I don't know how they transported it from place to place. And he not only played it, he played it. He played it like he was a wild and crazy guitar player. He would rock the keyboards back and forth, and they'd be swaying and tipping and you were sure he was going to get crushed to death and he'd be flying around and doing all this kind of stuff so he took keyboard playing to a whole different level he was not just going to stand there and politely play the keys he was going to do his 
his 1970s version of Jerry Lee Lewis just uh, setting that keyboard on fire. I don't think he ever did that. That would have been cool if he had, if he had set them burning one day. Let me see. Uh, looking at my notes, looking at my notes. And we started off with the Moody Blues and their classic Nights in White Satin from the Days of Future Past. That was back in 1967. I was a wee lad. I was four years old, but I have two older sisters, Sue and Kathy, and I hope they're listening. Hello, if you are. Um, love you both. They were my introduction to so, so, so many bands and to just rock and roll in general. I don't know how people with older sisters found rock because my sisters found it for me and brought me to it and exposed me to it. And I am forever grateful. I guess kids figure it out on their own somehow. I don't know how they do, but I had guides, two very good guides. And uh, I cannot to this day hear the Moody Blues or even a mention of the Moody Blues without thinking of my sisters because I remember being entranced by the Moody Blues album covers, like Days of Future's Future Past. I could just stare at that cover, you know. That's what we did back in the day before we had phones. We would play music and we'd stare at the cover. And their covers were just so intriguing to me. They were, they were so cool. The art was just so amazing. And most of them were, um, you know, opened up uh, and they had more artwork on the inside. And when Susan and Kathy would play these albums, when they would play, uh, you know, Nights in White Satin, the song or, or the album or whatever, um, I, I ju they would turn the lights out. They would, they would light candles. They would have, they had a lava lamp. They, um, there was incense. There was all this kind of stuff. It was a whole experience. You didn't just put on the record and keep talking and have it as background music. We, back in the day, we like made listening to a record an experience. Everybody shut the fuck up and you turned the music up loud and you created the proper atmosphere and you sat and you listened to it from song one to the last song and uh, you listened to them in order without break, without interruption, and it was really something special. And so, yes, the Moody Blues, that song just brought it all back for me. All right. Are you tired of listening to all the great music and hosts on Wave Radio Boston on your tiny phone speaker? Well, fret no more. Our streaming provider, Live 365, has partnered with Apple TV, Roku, Samsung Fire, and Android TV to allow full stereo listening. Just head over to your TV's app store, and search for Live 365 and download it. Once you've got it, just search for Wave Radio Boston and lock it in and rock out. Thanks for listening. Listen. Lend me your ears. We present your listening pleasure. Emma. Song of the week. Listen. I will not listen. Yes, you'll listen. Chosen by the choke. And now for your listening pleasure.
tired of hearing the same classic rock song over and over on FM radio. Oh my god, I am surrounded by idiots. Tired of not hearing the song you really want to hear? Then tune your internet to Wave Radio Boston. Thank God for them internets. Hey, this is Chris, and you can catch my show, Strike the Box, on Saturdays, 2 to 4 p.m. on Wave Radio Boston. Yeah. 
Ian Anderson and Jethro Tull. Somebody said Jeff Ian Anderson was rock's premier flutist. Is it flutist or flautist? I think it's flutist. Ian Anderson is rock's premier flutist. How much competition does he have? <laughs> Name me another rock flutist. I think there's probably some guys and gals who every once in a while have picked up the flute for a song, but Ian Anderson, if you see Jethro Tull live, he plays that flute the whole song, and he wears these, uh, he dresses up like a old-timey minstrel, and he stands on one leg with the sole of his foot against the other knee, and he plays the flute. And uh, it's cool that he brings something different to rock, but uh, he can be a tw- he can be a twat about it, too. He's... I get the sense he's not the greatest guy in the world. I mean, you read interviews with him and you read articles about him and stuff like that. He can come off like a dick sometimes. But uh, Jethro Tull has some great music. Really, they really do. I was debating whether or not to play Aqualung itself, although somebody near and dear to me pointed out that it's that's a pretty pedophilic song. <laughs> not that it's the first or the last pedophilic rock song by any stretch of the imagination, but it got me to thinking and I was like, you know, I'm debating I'm debating on that and a, and a handful of other ones, so, you know, I wouldn't not play it, but it just tipped my decision-making in favor of Cross-Eyed Mary from Aqualung. The album, the title Aqualung, back in 1971. So what's that make it? That makes it uh, 50, 53 years old. Wow. 53 years old for that. Hmm. Before we go on, I do want to mention something. I have a note here to, to say our, our numbers again. The phone number is, the phone line is 617-829-9283. And the text line is 617-764-9283. And speaking of numbers, I don't know if you remember or not, but last week I was really going overboard encouraging people to tune in. I went all over my socials. I texted family, friends, and loved ones. I rented a billboard along 128. And uh, because me and the other three DJs on Fridays, we were trying to break the record number of listeners for one day at Wave Radio Boston. And I want to report that thanks to all of you, we did. We broke the record. We had the most listeners ever for one day at Wave Radio Boston. You know, I, some some family and friends tell me I'm a little pessimistic. Um, I can be. I know that, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do that right now. I'm gonna be a little self denigrating. There are four of us on on Fridays. No other day has four shows, so we have an advantage to begin with. We should have the record number of listeners every week. We do not have the flagship show. The flagship show is the first wave Thursday nights from eight to eleven. It's the show where most of the live bands play. And it's got three hosts, and they have known each other forever. There's, there's fantastic chemistry. They can be very funny. They do a lot of very funny bits and, and segments and everything like that. But the four of us together on Fridays, we're, we're a powerhouse. We're a force. We, we are taking things over by storm, and you are helping now, I don't know how much of that record is The Rock Shop. I don't know if I was 10% of that number or 25% or something else. Um, I'd like to think that we were a significant contributor to setting that record, and I'm sure we were. And uh, 
one last time. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I, had, I did have one more bit of trivia about Jethro Tull that I think you'll find interesting. I'm going to step back into Cross-Eyed Mary for one second, and then we'll go on to the next song. Tony Iommi of Black Sabbath was in Jethro Tull for two weeks. They, they let their guitarist go. They asked him if he would like to try. He said, sure. Black Sabbath really hadn't gelled yet. They were all working together, but they, they were still called Earth. Nothing had really happened at that point. Um, they were in the embryonic stages, and so Tony said, guys, I'm going to go be in Jethro Tull, or at least give them a shot. He went. He was in them for two weeks. He was only in one performance. He was in. A, he did. Um, he was part of a live couple of songs they did for a Rolling Stones movie called Rock and Roll Circus. Now, I'm not sure that they're even in the movie. They might have ended up on the cutting room floor. But anyway, very interesting. And, and then he said to Ian Anderson, he said, look, this just isn't my kind of music. It's, just, it's really not going to work out. I'm going to go back to these guys in Earth, this Aussie fellow and Geezer and, you know, Bill and see if we can get something going with that. And uh, they did okay. They did okay. But, um, yeah, there's your trivia for the day. Before that, we had Rush with YYZ from Moving Pictures back in 1981. Rush is a band that I could have picked 100 different songs from for this prog rock day. Uh, the thing that's interesting about YYZ is that it was um, the only instrumental up to this point. I, I think it might be the only instrumental for the day. And Bruce helped guide me to that song, so much obliged, Bruce. And we started off with Emma's Song of the Week, Radiohead and Full Stop, full with one L. That's from A Moon-Shaped Pool back in 2016. And now, for your listening pleasure... All right, now we have what you guys look forward to every week. Oh, and before I hit play, so we could, so we can hear his dulcet tones informing and entertaining us, I, I, I will say after this next song, we're going to be getting into territory where I think a lot of the songs people might not know. We're going to start moving into territory where these are current prog rock bands that some of them are off, off the radar screen. And uh, so it's going to get to a point where you're going to be like, I don't recognize this. But I want you to listen to these songs, give them as much attention as you did the Yes and the Genesis and the ELP. Because these are bands that, you know, if we still had FM radio, if we still, if bands still made money selling records and all this kind of stuff, I think they would be in the arenas. And I think you'll really enjoy them. But first, we have our special guest to take us back somewhere classic. Hello again. Today's song has most of the classic hallmarks of progressive rock. Advanced composition. This isn't DIY. It's complicated and hard to play, proudly so. It's long, but not so long that it gets tedious. Time signatures galore. It's got five of them. Expanded instrumentation. A violin is featured, but no flutes, thank God. Tempo changes and double time at the end. Ties to classical music. It's got a Bach-esque interlude in the middle. And finally, it's got a gong. What's not to like? And now from their 1976 masterpiece Left Overture, here is Kansas with Miracles Out of Nowhere.
station in the world in the world is right here right now hey folks we want to hear from you reach out on facebook and twitter at wave radio boston to ours We could climb a tree or two And watch the sun go down Upon our sleepy town Just weren't the same It's just you and me 
alone My grown-up partner kids You kiss me on the lips Hey, you, wake up. It's time to listen to Rick's Rock Shop. Gather around All the things that we admire To be here is where I wanted to be To abandon who I was Gather around As we're pushed towards a fire 
I should mention that I've been playing a number of different beds as I've been talking. This one is Frank Zappa, Peaches and Regalia, and the other one I've been playing is Genesis and Los Endos. So if you've been curious what you've been hearing as I've been yammering away. That last band is a band out of Sweden called Sohn, S-O-E-N. The song is Lotus. It's from their 2019 album of the same name. They are part of the next generation of progressive rock. They also sometimes get put into a category called progressive metal or prog metal. They've also been put into a category called post metal. There's a million categories out there. There's as many genres as there are bands. And as I've said before, I get a kick out of them. I know Bruce does too. We often trade obscure genre names with each other. Some of them are some of them are hysterical. But anyway, Sone is I I'm obsessed with finding new music i know sometimes i need to tell myself rick just you know listen to some of the stuff you have enjoy it you got all these cds and you got all these vinyl records laying around you know you spent money on them play them but i'm just always curious what am i missing what's out there and one day i was nosing around seeing what was what was available and that i might be missing out on and i found a video for this band called called Sohn, and the video was for the song you just heard, Lotus, and the video was a, a, a very, very intriguing video. I, I don't want you to go to it right now. We've got about a half an hour left. I'd like you to stick around and hear the rest of the show, um, but it is good if you get a chance to look at it later, and I was listening to it as I was watching the video going, wow, this music is just absolutely incredible. I went out and bought the album, Lotus. Uh, they have some other albums out as well. I think Lotus might have been their debut, and I've just loved everything I've heard. Just, it's just great plain music, no matter what category you put it in. So again, Sohn from Sweden. And then before that, we had Porcupine Tree, last chance to evacuate planet Earth before it is recycled. I love that song title. I like good long song titles sometimes. That was from their album Lightbulb Sun, released back in 2000. The musicians in Porcupine Tree are just incredible. The The leader of the band is a man named Stephen Wilson. He's a primary songwriter, vocalist, guitarist. We have Richard Barbieri on keys, who has a lot of solo albums that are also just terrific records. Colin Edwin on bass and Chris Maitland on drums. Chris Maitland ends up being replaced by a guy named Gavin Harrison, who is also an incredible drummer and... Oh my, I forget which one. I think Gavin Harrison has played with King Crimson. And it's just, musically, when you listen to, to Porcupine Tree, it really just kind of blows you away. It blows me away. The thing I will say about Porcupine Tree, though, is whenever anybody says, Rick, that's a, that's a really good song. Who are they? You know, I want to go listen to them. They have a pretty lengthy catalog. They have quite a few albums out. And they vary greatly. So you might pick up a Porcupine Tree album and say, wow, this is fantastic, and listen to some of the other ones and say, boy, this is not for me at all, and vice versa. If you pick one out, if you're on Spotify or somewhere like that and you listen to it and say, 
ooh, I, I'm not crazy about this. Try some of the other ones, too, because they can differ from album to album greatly in style. They started out as kind of a psychedelic band. They would have songs that were the whole side of an album, very trippy stuff, just, you know, just just weird and out there. And sometimes it almost went into more sound effects than it was music. And then, then they became more of a prog rock kind of band, like the stuff I just played you. And... Then they became kind of prog metal slash metal. They have an album, In Abstentia, which to me is just a plain old metal album. And then they broke up for the longest time because Stephen Wilson went on and had, had and is having a tremendous solo career. And then recently they've gotten back together and their stuff now is more in line with Stephen Wilson's solo stuff, which is kind of still, still a little proggy, still a little experimental, but with a little bit of... Um, a little bit more accessibility thrown in there, uh, a little something more that you can hang your hat on. But just if you look at Porcupine Tree's discography itself, and then you look at the records Stephen Wilson has put out, you look at the solo albums Richard Barbieri has put out, Colin Edwin has at least one solo record. You look at the bands that Gavin Harrison has played in, that some of these other guys have played in, it's just a, a rabbit hole of music that just doesn't seem to have an ending to it. And it's just all incredible stuff. So that's my tip for the day. Explore the porcupine tree. <laughs> and we started with Bruce's song of the week, Kansas. Awesome, Bruce. I'm so glad you picked a Kansas song because, you know, I thought Kansas should be on the show, but I didn't feel like I knew them well enough to pick the song myself. I didn't feel like I was enough of an expert. And... Uh, you know, I'm so glad you came through, even though you didn't know you were coming through. And you picked Miracles Out of Nowhere, which for me was a miracle out of nowhere. So thank you so much. And thank you for your, as always, wonderful introduction. It, it Your introductions make it so I don't have to th- say anything else. So thank you. That makes it easy for me. That was from Left Overture, 1976. Bruce, we weren't even in high school yet. Wow. Bruce and I went to the same high school. I'm a year older than him, but we hung out anyway. (laughs) We had a great time in high school. Uh, Okay, like our Facebook page at Wave Radio Boston Rocks. You'll get show announcements, polls, and maybe some behind-the-scenes content that you can't get anywhere else. You can even make song requests. Try that with any FM station. All this can be yours by liking Wave Radio Boston. Hmm... Let me read that again. All this can be yours by liking Wave Radio Boston Rocks on Facebook. Okay, yeah. And just look us up on Facebook. Um, Wave Radio Boston can find it. You don't need to type the rocks in. And uh, join the Real Radio Revolution and say FU to FM with Wave Radio Boston. We are also on Instagram. Uh, I think the Facebook might be a little more of an active page, but I know Instagram is a very active page as well, so you can get us on either one of those socials. Rick's Rock Shop is on Facebook and on Instagram. I am more active on Instagram. I'm still trying to figure some things out with the link between the two. And on both of them, I also have personal accounts and trying to straighten out what goes to where and everything else. So I recommend you follow me on on Instagram. And uh, I respond quickly to messages and questions and posts and comments and all that kind of stuff. I've said it a million times. I'm going to say it one more time. Uh... I view the show as much yours as it is mine. 
and I like it when we interact and you have questions, recommendations, uh, critiques, feedback, whether it's positive or whether it's uh, more constructive. Don't want to use the word negative. I haven't gotten any negative feedback yet. And knock on wood. And yeah, let's let's do this. Let's do this together. What do you say? Yeah. 
door and the moon will fall all of your life all your memories go to your dreams forget it is Clem, inviting you to the end of the dial every Friday night between 10 p.m. and midnight for The Broadcast with Clem, where audience possibilities are without limit. Join us every Friday as we anchor the Friday triad here on Wave Radio Boston, wrbrocks.com. The Broadcast with Clem, where hearing is believing and you won't believe your ears.
You were doing good. I was doing good right <laughs> till then. I lost the headphones. I'm going to say believe that. on air right now. Yes, sir. Right now. And everyone knows who I am. So I don't have to introduce myself. Yeah. I, this is the best goddamn show you've had. Wow. I, want to, I know I just told you off air, but I want to say it on air so wow. everyone can hear wow. me say it. If you guys agree, text in 617-764-9283. Go on Rick's Rock Shop on Facebook, Instagram. Send him messages. Wow. Comment on his page. 
let them know how you feel about today's show because personally, I, I part of my language, I fucking loved it. Oh, that's fantastic. Did I not come in wow. and give you a huge hug when I came in? You did. You did give me a huge I'm hug, pumped. and I appreciate it. It yeah. might, might be the cocaine, but I'm pumped. Right. That's fantastic. <laughs> well, I'm really excited about it. You know, the show is, is if I do this for 50 years, it's always going to be a work in progress. And, and you know what exactly what I'm talking about, because you are always looking at tweaking your shows, yeah. tweaking your segments. How do I make it better? You listen to replays of your shows like I do to right. try to, you know evaluate I'm not, I'm not perfect <laughs> well i mean in some in some churches i am yes <laughs> um and so if uh i i appreciate the feedback i, I want just, to hear i want your listeners to give feedback i mean yeah you know me, i'd I, love I, to hear from them i'm as, I'm as honest as the day is 24 hours right and i i've i'm not going to tell you tell them when i told you off air that right. sometime is the is a dj's unspoken rule that whatever we talk about off air is doesn't get on air but I'm breaking that third wall right now and saying I just I I if you guys don't know, I walked in here, gave him a huge hug. I think you I patted you on the head like I was I was you blessing did. you. You did, yes. And just said how how awesome this show has been, how fantastic you sound, everything Thank you're you. doing between the transitions of music, the the music you hear in the background when he talks is called the bed. The beds have been awesome. The volume everything's been from and I texted earlier. It's a massive ten. From start Thank to finish, you. this is a ten. I'm blushing. People can't see me at home. And his pants are off. But I did something. To, I have. I have to come uh, out swinging tonight. So far, thank you. Yes, on the record yes. at twelve was was a fantastic show today. Yes, with Matt. fantastic show. Oh, did you hear what I said before? We set a record last Friday. I didn't hear that. Yes, we set a record. We were about. Oh, I want to say about 10% over our previous record. Right on. And so, you know, I know we all said, let's let's break this one-day record for Wave Radio yeah, Boston. Did. And we did. See that? Um, I, the one thing I did say... You're welcome, America. I, I'm the kind of person that always qualifies everything. <laughs> I'm like Debbie Downer. We, we do have four shows. No other day right. has four shows. Right. But we don't have the flagship show. And um, right. we we killed it. Yeah, that's good. See, it's, it's yeah. Friday's is is becoming the day. Friday's but the Matt day. But Matt had a great yeah. show in his cover show, his cover show today. Your yes, show has been on. Me and Clem, we got some, we got some big, uh, some big bass to swing. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, all right, I'm gonna let you wrap it up. That's all I want to say. I want to come on just to, 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 on the record, no pun intended, to say that that this show has been fucking outstanding. And I'm sorry for swearing. And I know you people oh, out there are Christian. Nobody cares. And you're you're Muslim and you're Jewish and you're <laughs> Protestants and some might be Nazis. I don't know. It's been a great show. It's been it's been Thanks, a fantastic Mike. show. I, I have some big shoes to fill tonight, and I usually I'm pretty confident. I have to step my game up tonight. I have to step it up. So well All done, right. asshole. All right. Well done setting the <laughs> setting the bar. You and Matt set the bar for Fridays, and I hate you for it. <laughs> Ken texted in that he was hearing Zappa a bit in one of the songs, and and Ken, one of the beds I was playing was Zappa, so that might have put the idea See? into your mind. I was noticing on one of the songs uh, that the guitar the guitar part part. I don't know if you really call it a solo when they go on for you know a minute and a half. Reminded me of David Gilmour. I believe it was the uh, Porcupine Tree song, mm. and it was like, dude, if you're not listing David Gilmour as one of your influences, then right. you're lying. Um, I also got asked, are we going to end today with a prog rock surf song? You know, and that's what uh, we talked about off air too. <laughs> yeah, you know, I I thought about does such a thing exist? I'm sure it does. Because if you can think of it, it exists. Right. And uh, but I didn't. I didn't hunt one down. Right, right, right. Um, we are ending on a song. 
we can talk more. I just want to get this out real quick since I'm on the topic. Um, we are ending on a song by a band called Leprous. Uh, they're from Norway. The song is called Castaway Angels. And to me, it is one of the most beautiful vocals I've heard in years. This song, when I heard the guy singing it, actually, there's times in it where you're like, are you sure this is a guy? Um, but when you hear his voice, it's just like I had goosebumps all over me. And I played this song so many times in a row. It was ridiculous. And so I'm glad I can put it on here. I'm glad that it fits into the prog rock category. Yeah. Eh, it could be called prog metal. This guy th that you're going to hear and Michael Ackerfeld, the lead singer of Opeth, they both started oh, out. Yeah. yeah, they both started out doing the growling vocals. Right. And then they did the mixed. And now they both. Opeth hasn't done growling vocals for like it, four or five albums. Yeah, it's been a yeah. while. Yeah, and I'm fifty-fifty in Opeth. Yeah. I'm fifty-fifty on them. But yeah, they they used yeah. to do like the yeah. like the, yeah. the dark. Yeah, they started out as death metal, right? Yeah. And right. now they're prog rock. And Leprous, if they do them now, it's like a tiny, tiny, tiny little bit. But when you hear this guy and when you listen to Michael Ackerfeld of of Opeth. You know, sometimes when you hear guys with the growling vocals, you think they must be doing that because they can't sing. These <laughs> these fuckers, to borrow your your language, these fuckers can <laughs> sing. This guy here in Leprous that you'll hear, you'll be like, holy shit, this this cat can sing. Bruce texted, "You are, you were, are my mentor, my Yoda." That's that's so nice. See, wow, a lot of good feedback, my friend. Wow, Bruce, you're making me feel all happy. A lot uh, of good feedback. You killed it today, buddy, buddy boy. So we're at 610. Yeah. Uh, I want to give you plenty of time to set up. Sure. Uh, Pete did do some stuff on here, so I think you're hopefully you're going to be fine. Mike has had problems setting up recently. He's had it's, problems it's with just, the system. Just loading, loading my yeah. song for some reason. I yeah. We have the whole like outline of what to do, and right. I do it. doesn't work, but yeah. whatever. Yeah. I don't... You know me. I'm as cool as a cucumber, baby. Cool as a cucumber. I'm as yeah. cool as Sunday morning, as uh, uh, my friend Mr. Richie would say. As cool as the other side of the pillow. That's it. Yep. Um, Unless you're in jail, then it's... Uh, concrete slab <laughs> so i don't know how much time you want to take but can you give people a preview of what you're got in store at seven o'clock so the other day was saint valentine's day yes something that we don't celebrate and i did, I did the show last year it's called the love hate hangover uh, so the show is dedicated to the lovers out there yes and the ones who hate <laughs> the lovers out there and sex because okay. it's valentine's right, day yeah, so yeah, you, yeah, i mean yeah. you gotta go and it's so not every song has uh, has that genre, but majority of stuff there's connotations of each. You know, right. the first the first set has love in it, mm -hmm. then the second or third set has hate. Okay, so it, it kind of varies, but it, you have That's to cool. check it out. It, it's a good uh, it, it's a good mix of metal tonight. Plus, we have a new song by the Last King. Oh, nice! Band I, they're, they're from the area. They're from the Chelmsford Very cool. area. Very cool. And I have some big announcements for next week's show. But other than that, oh, actually the next two shows I'm going to be uh, oh preparing now oh i'm very curious to hear yeah, what so it is the love hate hangover valentine's day is over it's a okay. cheap ripoff it's a hallmark holiday it's, it's made a hallmark up. holiday it's I made agree. up by QAnon and the maga republicans <laughs> and the biden democrats to be working together with yes. george soros for valentine's day and i'll be damned <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about jfk jr no. let's talk about him let's talk about him no yeah love hate hangover it's a uh, it'll be a fun show it's, it's a show for the kids Awesome. Bring the kids Very along. good. Very good. As you would say, bring the fucking kids. Bring the fucking kids are with you. Yeah, let's bring grandma. Bring grandma. She'll have a great time. <laughs> and her pretty little panties. That that just reminded <laughs> me of the uh, what, what's the joke? The um, the Aristocats. 
Oh, the the amazing aristocrats. <laughs> yes. So a mother. No. <laughs> First of all, it's too long. Second of all, I, I'd be canceled. I mean, no, yeah, I don't think right. I would be. I think I would. Well, I wouldn't be. But well, the thing about the aristocrats is. It's all how you tell it. The, the joke itself yeah. is is it's there is no small. It's yeah. a little tiny joke, but then yeah. it's up to the the person telling it to yeah. to flesh it out. And you can go, you can tell that joke for half an hour. I just hope that family doesn't have a dog. Did you ever hear Bob Saget tell it? I've heard Saget tell it. I've heard Gilbert oh, Godfrey tell it. Bob Saget is just I, like, they are. They, it's, oh, it is. It's, that's one of the ones that I laughed. That I cringed. <laughs> that I laughed because I was cringing, uh, and then I contemplated. Heavy suicide because I was cringing and <laughs> laughing at the same time. <laughs> uh, okay, well, yes. Thank you for tuning in today. I appreciate it. Uh, oh no, you're no problem. You're welcome. Oh, yep. To, to everybody. To everybody. Oh. To everybody. Yeah, yeah. No, I appreciate everybody. I appreciate you were listening. I appreciate that. Yeah, I fell uh, asleep, but I listened. You you zoned out to you. Wait, you went in a, into a trance for uh, Marillion. Complete trance. Complete trance. I complete trance. Yeah. I want Rock game. will do that to you. Trust me. I didn't hear any rush today, though. I'm a little upset. There was with rush. Y Y Z. X Y Z. I thought it's what that was called. Y Y Z. Y Y Z. Maybe that was a. Was, all right. Yeah, it was. Uh, you were. Was I driving here? Somewhere in between. Yeah. All right. Well, I take it yeah. back then. Yeah, they were. You have a prog show without rush. It's, you know, it's instrumental, so you might have heard a little bit of it, and not heard Getty, yeah, yeah, and yeah. just kind of missed it. Just kind of went into the background. I, I was debating on whether or not to play that one because, you know, Getty's vocals are, you know, such a key part of Rush, but that, that's such a great song. Yeah. Yep. I had Tom Sawyer originally penciled in. Oh, no, you can't play Tom Sawyer. You get YYZ is the, you got to do that. Okay. All right. Yeah. Bruce was giving me some guidance on that, too. He said the same thing. So, so stay tuned for Mike. Yeah. And uh, as I said, I hope I'm not overselling it. This next song is a band called Leprous and Castaway Angels. And... Next week, we're going to have an unthemed show. I cannot come up with 52 themes in a year. It's <laughs> not going to happen. But I do have three or four ready to go. I have right them on. ready to go. But uh, we also got some... Every once in a while, we have house cleaning. We have bands that, right. that contact me saying, would you please play my song? And we have bands that I know and uh, things that I want to work in for whatever other reason. So it's nice to have a non-themed show every once in a while right. to get that... Get all that stuff taken care of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Cool. All right. I'll see you all next week. an art.
Sure.